0: Welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. It is a new week, man, and I got a message for you um, that I think will resonate with literally every single listener on here. So if you own a home service business or any type of business for that sort, hang tight because we're going to chat about something that I think is really going to get your your wheels spinning um, and really get you thinking. Before we dive in, you guys know that we do not run ads on the show, so I make $0 from doing this podcast. I literally do it just to help people just like you, as there was people um, in my life when I was getting started in my business journey and still today that were mentoring me, that were helping me, and I literally give them almost 100% credit for the success I had. Uh, So I hope that some of the information that I put on here helps you guys The only thing I ask in return is that you would leave me a review wherever you listen to this show. That would mean the world to me, and it also helps new listeners know that if this would be a good show for them, it helps the podcast rank better, helps reach more people, and that would be really awesome. So if you leave a review, potentially you're going to help somebody else find the show and get help as well. Um, Today I'm talking about uh, why you are having a hard time staying motivated inside of your home service business. And I have four points written down for this. Um, And first off, I am not some rah rah motivation guy. Uh, I never have been. Um, I've never been a part of going to events like that. And it's basically because I don't necessarily believe in that type of motivation. The motivation we're gonna talk about today is motivation that uh, lasts. It's, it's something that you can hang on to and, and run with for long periods of time. It's not something that comes and goes. And it's the type of motivation that actually helps people get further in their life and in their business. So if you own a company, I'm sure you've went through high points and low points with motivation, There's days you wake up and you don't wanna go to work or there's days you wake up and you're burned out, right? As business owners, it's extremely, extremely easy to get burnt out. I've been there many times and I've taken audits during those times to try to figure out why am I feeling this way right now? And I recently, uh, I should say recently, probably six months ago, I went through a burnout and I really had to sit down And ask myself, why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Why, why is your motivation down compared to normal? Why why are you all of a sudden kind of dreading going to work? Like you've never been like that. What is going on? And I had to really sit back for weeks on end and try to figure it out. And so I've wrote these these four points down um, that I think will help all of you guys. And and some of these might apply to you and some of these might not. And What I've learned is it only takes one of these to be off for your motivation, your morale uh, to be down. And so it's not like you have to be missing all four for your your morale or motivation to be off. It could literally just be one of these or or even just a, a half of one of these for it to be throwing you off a little bit. And the cool part is, is if you can identify why you're feeling the way you're feeling, then you can literally fix it overnight and be back on track. The first thing is focus. Losing focus on the thing that is going to help you get to where you want to be is a motivation and morale killer. And so, let me give you an example. Uh, when I was really young and just getting started in my business, um, I had zero focus. I was a young guy, I was an entrepreneur. You know, I was fired up to start a business and I saw opportunity everywhere, literally everywhere. And the thing was, is that was a really bad thing for me in my, my early years because anywhere I would see opportunity, I would want to run to. And I had no focus on one single thing. So I had to really take an audit of my attention. And one day, I looked myself in the mirror. I said, Matt, you're full of crap. You can talk the talk really well. You're, you're smart when it comes to business. You know what to do, but your attention is all over the place and you're not doing anything well. You haven't built anything that's real, right? And so that's when I went all in on my home service business. Literally all in and I made a, a commitment to myself to shut out all other opportunities, to not even think about them. If somebody would ask me about something, it was a no. And I did that for five years straight. Now the funny thing is, is I did I went so hardcore on that that after that five years when I had kind of systemized my home service business to free me up with some time and, and I got to a point where I actually could start something new, I had a really hard time because I had almost felt like I lost that entrepreneurial spirit of dreaming and seeing opportunity because I hadn't allowed myself to do that or feel that way for so long that it took me probably over a year to start seeing opportunity again, to start having new business ideas. And I was thinking to myself like, man, is something broken? But the truth is is I was just so focused on what I was doing that I had no time and I had no attention span for anything else except the task at hand. So I'm encouraging you guys to get like that. There's probably been very few times in my life where I've been more motivated to to pursue a goal than during that time. And it was strictly because my focus was on point. So you guys have got to take an audit of your attention and say, and do this, do this real, guys. Like sometimes this hurts. Like when I had to admit to myself that I was full of crap, that hurt. But take an audit of your attention and say, where is my attention on a day-to-day basis? How much of my attention am I putting on the singular thing that is going to help me get to where I want to be? And if your answer isn't 100% on that thing, and you're kind of doing this here or doing that there, you're chasing dollar signs here, then you need to stop, you need to to regroup, and you need to get focused on the one thing that's going to get you to where you want to go, which is your business. The second thing that kills motivation is goals. Now there's, there's kinda two folds for this in my opinion. Um, when I was younger, I used to love to set crazy goals, okay? I would set what I would call sometimes unobtainable goals and my theory behind that at the time was set goals so big that even if you fall short of them, even if you fall short of them, you're still happy with where you landed because if you would've set a smaller goal, and you would have hit it, then you wouldn't be as big as if you were to set a bigger goal, even if you fell a little bit short, right? And here's the deal. Goal setting, do what works for you. But here's what I've learned over the years. When goal setting, this is what has worked for me. Set goals that are obtainable. Not easy, but obtainable. Be realistic in your goal setting. And this is going to go towards the third thing. And I'm going to tell you what happens here and why sometimes setting unobtainable goals can lead to the third thing that I'm going to talk to you guys about. When you set unobtainable goals and you don't hit them, you begin to lose faith and trust in yourself. This is one of the things that people don't even realize is happening, but it happens subconsciously. And that's why I love setting obtainable goals. If I'm setting a revenue goal for the new year, I'm going to take a look at the previous year. I'm going to see, hey, how much did we grow? How much have we grown over the last X amount of years? And what is realistic if we were to keep doing the same thing or a little bit more? What's a realistic revenue goal we could hit? And then I will see what that number is, and then maybe we set it just a little bit higher so we have to do something different, hustle a little harder, uh, make ourselves more profitable, whatever the thing is, right, in order to hit that revenue goal. But at the end of the day, it's a goal that's fully obtainable. And guess what? At the end of the year, when our team hits that goal and we can all sit down and say, we did it that builds trust in yourself, that builds trust in your team, and that builds morale inside of your business. When you set unobtainable goals, when you're a $100,000 a year company and you set a goal to do $5 million your next year, the reality is that's just not gonna happen. And what's going to happen, especially if you have a team, is you're going to tell your team your goals, you're not going to hit them, and then your team's going to lose trust in you on your decision making, on your goal setting, and they won't take it nearly as serious. The biggest part is when you lose trust in yourself, you lose your motivation for your business, and you start to question what the heck you're doing, and you're doing this all subconsciously, and you don't even realize that you've lost trust in yourself. It's like the analogy of people that go to the gym. Okay, and and I 100% fall into this category right now. People don't start going to the gym because they know they're going to quit, right? Like, January 1 comes around, everybody sets weight loss plans, everybody gets a gym membership, and by February 30th, nobody's going anymore. What does that do to that person who's trying to lose weight? The next time they go to try to lose weight, they're going to be reminded about how they quit, how hard it was, how hard it was to work out, how hard it was to eat good, and they're not even going to start. And so guess what? Their motivation to lose weight is gone because they have lost 100% trust in themselves, 100% faith in themselves. It's gone. The same thing happens with your business with goal setting. When you lose out and you don't hit goals enough, you're going to start to lose faith in yourself, in your business, in your team. You're gonna question what you're doing and you're going to lose motivation. So set realistic goals that you and your team can hit, that you can celebrate, that you can be excited about. Set goals that are hard to hit, guys. Like, like, Make sure they aren't easy to achieve. Make sure that you're gonna have to bust your butt to get them. But make sure that you give yourself a chance to actually hit your goals. And when you do that, you're gonna keep trusting yourself and you're actually going to build confidence in yourself, which will then allow you to scale your business more. You'll have more motivation, more focus, and it'll be good. The next thing is do the hard things. If we all actually took an audit of what we do on a day-to-day basis, especially those of you that are struggling... Those of you that have lost your motivation, if you're honest with yourself, you're not willing to do a lot of the hard things that have to be done. I'm gonna say that. The hard things that have to be done. There is no way around them. It is what it is. At the end of the day, if you are not capable or willing to do the hard things inside your business that nobody else wants to do, you will never achieve your goals. You'll never get to where you want to be in your life and your business will never be anything worth talking about, or worth running. So you have to do hard things. And at the end of the day, what does that mean? Well, if you're hitting goals, if you're focused, if you have confidence in yourself, that sets you up to do the hard things. And when you do those hard things, and you do them well, and you complete them, and they're done, the next time you have to do hard things, it's easier. I'm telling you guys this, 100%, this is the truest thing I could be saying right now the more often you do and accomplish the hard things, the easier it gets to do hard things down the road. And before you know it, the things that you hated doing before, the things that were extremely hard for you to do before, a year or two down the road, you're going to look back and that's just going to be easy work. And you will always be leveling up. And it doesn't matter what level you're at, there's always going to be hard things to do. But at the end of the day, if you just keep doing them, You're going to keep building that trust in yourself and your business will keep growing. Your motivation will stay high and you will be excited to be a part of what you're doing. Last thing your why. Now, I know everyone says that. Hey, why do you do what you do? Oh, I do what I do because I want my kids to have a better life. I want to be able to live a better life than I did when I was younger. I want to have a nice house. I want to have money in the bank. I want to be financially free. Cool. Those are all really, really good things. But they're not good enough to keep you motivated. So when you say, I want my kids to have a better life, what does that mean, right? Say, I want my kids to have a better life and I want them to be in this school district or I want my wife to be at home and homeschooling the kids. And I... I want to, my kids to be able to have this or this. And I, I want to have this exact amount of money in the bank. I want my business to be doing X amount in revenue. And this is what I want my position to look like. This is my dream job. This is my dream position in the company. If everything were to go perfect and, I, and it, it turned out exactly how I dreamt of, this is what my business would look like to the T. Find out not only what your why is, but the details of your why. I want a nicer house. Okay. What kind of house do you want? Where do you want that house located? Do you want to live on the lake? Do you want to live on land? Do you want to live in a neighborhood? Do you want to live in the city? What kind of house do you want? How big is that house? How much does that house cost? How many bedrooms does that house have? Get specific on what you want, right? I want a nice car. Cool. What kind of car do you want? you want a car? Do you want a truck? You want a truck? Cool. A new one, an old one? You know, a 1500, a 2500, a diesel, a gas, what is that? Start to envision the things that you want. Start to envision the details of the things that you want. And I guarantee you, when you start to do that and you write those things down, write your why down on a regular basis, because guess what? Your why might not always be the same. A year from now or five years from now, you might tweak your why and say, like, okay, I've accomplished the, you know, having my wife stay at home and teach my kids, cool. Well, what's gonna keep you going now? Your why will always be changing. And I encourage you to figure out the details of your why. And guess what, especially when it comes financially, when you say, well, I want to be financially free. Cool, what does that mean? How much money do you need on a yearly basis to make that happen? What is your definition of financially free? Because your definition and my definition are guaranteed to be different. So how much money do you need to make? Oh, I don't know. I need to make 200000 a year. Perfect. So now you can actually reverse engineer how big your business needs to be based on the profit margins of your company and how much your company has to do in revenue in order to afford to pay you 200000 a year. Do you guys see what I'm, where I'm coming from, what I'm saying? Get specific on your why. And your why is one of your most powerful motivators and drivers that will keep you going day after day. And if your why isn't keeping you going, I would encourage you to look back and audit the things that you think are your why. Because maybe they've changed, or maybe they're not strong enough, maybe they're not not, not a good enough why to keep you going. Dig deep. This is something I've always struggled with, by the way, being completely transparent. I have always struggled identifying my why because I'm not super financially motivated. Money, I'm well aware money at the end of the day is not going to be the one thing that makes me happy. I have a four-year-old daughter who I love to death who is a massive part of my why and I have detailed instruction on that. But when it comes to the money side, Money, you know, I've had, oh gosh, guys, I've had no money in the bank and I know what it's like to have a lot of money in the bank. And I'm here to tell you that some days with a lot of money in the bank, I wish I could go back to the days where I had no money in the bank because of that feeling of getting started and being hungry and all of that. So I struggle a little bit with my why when it comes to that. So I have had to figure out What are other things in your life that motivate you that you want to achieve that you can put down as your why if money is not the motivator? So I'll go over these real quick. Number one is focus, audit your attention, and know what you're putting your focus on and put it on the thing that's going to get you to where you want to go. Number two is setting goals so you can build trust inside of yourself, okay? So you don't lose that trust when you miss the goal. So setting goals so you can trust yourself. Build confidence in yourself and your team will trust you too. Number three is do the hard things. The more often you do hard things, the easier those hard things get, period. And that builds confidence. And number four, your why. So I would encourage you guys right now to really just start to think about all those things I'm talking about. And I think it's good to write them on paper, honestly. One through four. What is my focus? Write that down. What are my goals, personal and business goals? What are hard things that I'm struggling with? Write those down and figure out ways to tackle those. And then what is my why? And write that down. These are things that probably should not be able to be written down in a a 10 minute session. These are things that you should be thinking about for weeks on end until you really hone them in so you know exactly where you're going. I hope this helps guys and um, I just want you guys to know if there's ever times where you're feeling down about your business about where you're at in life this is totally normal if you didn't feel that way I would say something is wrong and the reality is is being an entrepreneur is hard it's a lonely lonely path and I've said this from day one man you're going to be doing things that other people are not willing to do people are going to question why you're doing what you're doing and at the end of the day If you're a purebred, what I call a purebred, tried and true entrepreneur, you will work through it. And I promise you at the end of the day, it's worth it because being true to yourself and doing what makes you happy is always the right answer. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always... Don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.